this morning was special. There were two other VIPers on with me for the morning conversation. One of them is sharing how he has a tough decision to make and just didn't know what to do. The next thing I know, the other VIPer, an international one, starts speaking truth over his life. I get a word from God, like I'm going, what? This is odd. This is what I hoped everything a VIP membership would be. And then God's like, hey, stop thinking about that. I got a word I want you to share with him. So now I'm sharing the word I get. Before we knew what was even going on, we were all agreeing to spend the next three days together praying and fasting over this decision. I'm telling you right now, friends, this is not just a VIP group. Like the vip this morning said, it really is a family. So check it out, smalleyinstitute.com. continuing down this road of what happens if your relationship has experienced a profound level of betrayal. Maybe your spouse has had an affair. Maybe your spouse filed for divorce. There's something that deeply wounded you and your heart. Your heart is, I love this person and I want to reconcile. I want to be happy and healthy and joy filled. And well, we just can't get there. We're talking about primal panic. So previously, we have a better understanding of what primal panic is. Where does it come from? What is it born of? And we know that if, if we've experienced a massive betrayal and we feel totally abandoned and rejected by our spouse or significant other, could be a parent, somebody who's really meaningful in our life, and if our heart says, yeah, I want to I get back together, but all of our actions keep pushing this person further and further away, right? So it's like, wait, wait, what are you doing? Ah, I want to have a relationship with you. But everything you do, everything you say comes out wrong. It means that there are particular styles we learn from Bowlby. I like that name, Bowlby, and attachment theory. And we're kind of covering three of the, the big oh, styles or ways to react when we feel abandoned and when we feel betrayed. And we know that there's a fighter, there's a runner, there's a lover. Today, we're talking about the fighter. So who is the fighter? And you can go online at smalleyinstitute.com if you are a member, if you are a VIP Inner Circle member. You actually have access to the course that I'm creating that is online called Primal Panic. And you can actually take an online assessment to see, you know, what, what style of reaction do I tend to go to when things are really tough? And are you a fighter, a runner, or a lover? We all want to be a lover. Not every one of us is a lover. So if you're the fighter, here's what the fighter is. So this is generally how you tend to react, Okay. And we're going to get to, after I describe who this person is and sort of your style, man, there's a big, there's a trillion dollar question you're going to learn to ask that is, it's been huge in my own life. I can just say that. So the fighter, you possess a tremendous 
emotional intimacy capacity and get attached deeply and quickly. Relationships take up a lot of your energy because, well, relationships are important to you. You can worry if others will love you as much as you love them. This can lead to being more temperamental and sensitive to other people's moods, resulting in more negative emotions like anger and jealousy and fear, anxiety, and so on. Emotions, if, you, if you're the fighter, emotions can get carried away. So you're going to end up saying stuff that you later regret. You'll say mean things in the heat of the moment. That you're like, where in the world did that come from? That's not what I'm trying to do, right? Like I said at the beginning, your heart is, I love you and I want you and I want to be in relationship with you, but your words and actions are kind of sending a different message. So when you say these mean things that you don't want to say and you don't mean to say, but you've been flooded, you're triggered, you're in that fighter mode, right? Those kinds of negative reactions result in irregular relationships with lots of emotional ups and downs and lots of arguments and makeups and argue and make up the best kind of person, the best kind of person for you, actually the best kind of person for all of us is going to be that lover, right? Someone with that secure attachment style. Why? Well, because they provide stability and security, helping soothe Right. So one of the things that you'll get out of balance is you'll start worrying about everything and your anxiety is through the roof and all of the arguments. If you're with that secure attachment style, the lover, they're going to be really helpful because they're someone who's going to be able to react and stay engaged with you, even when you're being ugly, even when you're getting nasty and you've gotten triggered and flooded for whatever reason they're going to be a lot safer of a person for you. Your biggest fear as the fighter is feeling abandoned. Whoa. That, man, the moment. So be careful with this one. The moment you start to really get flooded or triggered, you're probably feeling abandoned. And that is going to send you down a road you don't want to go. Some other, you know, some more of the general traits of the fighter you tend to be higher anxious, right? Uh, the fearing of rejection and abandonment can be overpowering for you. You tend to be negative, very negative about yourself, especially around your ability to handle distress, right? So it's like, crap, every time I get panicked or anxious, I explode. And, and so you're worried about that because that's not what you want. It's what we're trying to learn how to, what do we do then? That doesn't help. That keeps pushing everybody further away from me. And you can, you can get really, really upset about that. Uh, you can downplay and dismiss positive life events and experiences. So many times for the fighter, there are good things going on, but because you can tend to get locked in on the negative stuff, you can really miss out on the positive, which is a bummer. Uh, fearing, this is a big one for the fighters. Many of you will struggle really fearing that your spouse is going to commit adultery or that this is going to become an issue. I had a client, well, kind of a friend of a client, 
And they came down, and I said, yeah, I'll meet with you. I met with them for a couple of hours, and this woman was so paranoid that her husband was going to cheat on her. And the more I talked to him and the more I could see him and hear him and listen, this was a good man who had no intention, wasn't flirty, wasn't giving any sign. It was a wound from her childhood. Her father had a lot of affairs. So I get it, very natural. But she had this overwhelming fear that he would cheat on her. And honestly, just, you know, so you can hear this out loud, the reason we don't want to allow our fear to become out of control is many times we're going to behave in a way that actually helps that fear come to life. So we sort of sabotage ourselves and we get in a lot of trouble. Uh, your, ooh, this is a big one for the fighters. Your anxiety, so when you're freaking out, well, naturally you're going to try to control your environment. So your anxiety can appear controlling and definitely aggressive, but really what that anxiety is showing everybody is an overdependence on your partner for stability and reassurance. The anxiety is saying, hey, you need to do X, Y, or Z so I can feel calm, confident, happy, healthy, joyful, satisfied. And that's called codependence. And codependence is not fun. It's not fun for anyone. It's not fun for you. And it's destructive for your relationship because it, it really is controlling. It's a way to control. And again, that's one of those things that's going to push the person farther and farther away. So here's a good question that you need to ask yourself. So if you're kind of going, ooh, I might be a fighter, what is your goal when getting angry? Think about that. What's your goal? This is the same question I was asked by my own therapist, Stephen Earle. Shout out. And he asked me the same thing. I've asked clients the same question for years. Just never thought of applying that to my own life. But, he, you know, this was maybe a month ago now, but was like, well, Mike, what's your goal? So I was going, why do I get so worked up when I feel invalidated by my wife? He goes, well, what's your goal? You get worked up. You get angry. You start fighting because you want something. What is it that you want? You're feeling rejected. You're feeling abandoned or betrayed. And you're fighting for it. You're fighting for something. You can start gaining control over your fighter reaction by understanding what got you in the mood for a fight in the first place. So, look, try this. Okay, you want to ask yourself, why am I so upset right now? And, again, for VIP members... You can download the buttons and triggers list on this very post. And so it's just a one-page deal. You can print it out. You can look at it. And it's got a bunch of the buttons and triggers. So look at that. Whatever words jump off the page, that's what you're feeling. That's why you're upset. So why am I upset? Well, you know, just taking my own life, I was feeling invalidated. Or I will feel invalidated in moments with my wife. So write that, write whatever that button is, that trigger that flies off the page. Are you write that? So I'd write down, feel invalidated. Okay? So that's what I'm feeling. Now you know why you got into the fighter mode. Now you know why I'm a fighter because I'm feeling invalidated, because I'm feeling controlled. I'm feeling 
rejected or abandoned. The next step is to is to put your goal. So, okay, I'm feeling this, but here is what I want, right? So just ask yourself something like, what am I trying to get because I'm feeling invalidated? What am I trying to get, right? Again, going back to my example. So golly, what set me off this morning? Oh, yeah, I felt super invalidated, right? So what was my goal? I got really angry and I lashed out at my wife. Um, what was I wanting? Well, obviously I was wanting to be validated, right? So you can typically take your button or trigger word and just what's the opposite? So if you're feeling abandoned, what would be the opposite to you? Is it, would you feel connected? Would you feel accepted? Would you feel valued? Your goal is, okay, I'm feeling abandoned and I'm wanting to know I matter. I'm wanting to know I'm important. I'm wanting to know that I'm worth loving. I want, I want to know that I'm accepted. That's the goal. Hmm. Well, you know your goal now. We have to ask ourselves, well, what am I doing trying to get that goal? Well, you're fighting. And that ain't going to get you anywhere. Right? And you know this. It makes it worse. You're already well aware of it. So what's this trillion-dollar question I mentioned earlier? It's, and, by the way, if you answer this one correctly, the road leads to freedom. And your ultimate goal, the thing you want most, gets met. You answer this wrong, you'll get caught in drive time, Los Angeles traffic, with 438 stalled cars between you and your destination. So, you know, if you get the question right, how, how can I get this? How can I get this goal met? If you get it right, you're on an open road. I actually have on this very post within the Primal Panic online course. I have two great photos. The first one, if you choose right, here's the road, and it's this classic convertible silver little, like, looks kind of like an old, classic Porsche convertible kind of a vehicle and it's a couple in it and the wife's hand is like whoa and they're it looks like they're in Napa Valley on this beautiful winding road they're all alone it's easy going it's gorgeous the sun is out it's a beautiful day or you should see the photo and I basically just typed in traffic jam in India because I've been to India their traffic jams are epic and it's just just car after nobody's going to be moving anytime soon. So which road do you want to end up in? Because the correct answer is you can get that need met. Your goal can get met by yourself. You don't need your wife, your husband, your parent, your child to meet that, no that goal and to give you what you really desire. And by the way, what you deserve. You can get that. So back to my life, he's like, is there any other way you can get it? And I went, oh, yes, I know what it is. I can validate myself. I had a husband last night in a virtual meeting who was like, wait a minute. 
you're just telling me I have to accept being in a marriage where my wife never blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, what other option do we have? We have, (laughs) if your spouse stinks at something, my suggestion would be stop expecting, adjust your expectation go, you know what? My husband isn't the greatest at this. My wife isn't the greatest at that. I can get the need met. Now for me, it's not me alone. It's me with Christ. With Christ, I either believe or I don't believe. And he can meet it. Too many of you listening to this or reading it in the online Primal Panic course, you are literally laughing out loud, audibly. Oh, yeah, right. I can meet that. How could I meet that? Well, it might be why your life is so miserable. Just saying. You can. And by the way, if you're laughing, that's kind of the problem. Because this is gospel truth. And, and if you don't believe me, you need to hear that when Stephen asked me, can you get it? I'm telling you, the it was like this heavy burden just left, flew off my shoulders because I got it. I went, oh, yeah, I can get, I, I don't have to be validated by my wife to feel validated. That, again, would be codependent. Codependent is a miserable anxious, terrifying way to live life. There is no joy and satisfaction through codependency and needing others to meet your needs and not taking responsibility and getting those needs met for yourself. It's a miserable, lonely, lack of intimacy road. So for me, it was like the weight lifted. and I went, oh yeah, I don't need her to validate. It would be nice, obviously but I don't have to have it. I can be validated and understand and value and cherish and accept and honor myself. And I can get all of that even better on a more, on a more profound, deeper level through my relationship with Christ. Cause that's what he's come to do. Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. This is where freedom is. My friends, freedom is in releasing that person going, you don't have to do this. It would be lovely, but honestly, I'm okay whether you do or whether you don't. And then a miracle happens because as long as you haven't married the devil himself, that person will more than likely start being able to meet that need. And what's so beautiful about it at this point, you didn't need it. So now it's just icing on the cake. This is where relationships really start to grow. This is where you really start to turn things around. You become more loving. You become more open. You become easier to get along with, frankly. It all starts getting better the more we can release that person and the more we take ownership that I can get it myself. As much as I would love it, as much as you deserve it, I can get it on my own. And that... That is where the freedom comes. When I realize I don't need you to do this, I can get it, and then you relax. Then your spouse relaxes. And then they actually start looking around like, well, maybe maybe that is something I can work on. And poof, things get better.